Happy Thursday. It's episode 11 of Bet to Win. I'm Claudia Bellafato. So far away from my co-host, Joe Fan. Joe, we're going to talk NFL Week 6. We're going to talk a little hockey. We're going to talk baseball. And then, of course, we're going to get into our winning picks at the end of the show. It's really weird not being next to you. This I, is the first time we're doing this remote. You know, I said on Monday that it gets lonely when it's just the two of us. But now it's, it's very much <laughs> lonely. Quite literally, me, myself, and I. Uh, you're not feeling well, which is no fun, and we yeah. hope you get better soon. Yeah. But we appreciate you, you toughing it out, and we got a really fun show here to talk about. Lots to lots to pack in. We do, and so I just want to make sure. So now you really appreciate me being there a little more, right? You don't know you don't know what you got till it's gone, or something like that. You know, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Joe, I mentioned we're going to talk a little hockey, and that's because you got to go see another Seattle team this week it was actually on the ice with the kraken i'm pretty jealous because i i just think it's so cool when new teams come to leagues just to see kind of that first reaction of how they played tell me tell me everything how was the stadium how did the team look in general yeah it was it was really neat i think one to to get to go to the first game in franchise history is awesome so the fact that they played the other most recent expansion team in vegas was really cool the whole setup down there is amazing. It was my first time going to T-Mobile Arena. And it's just off the strip, kind of by New York, New York, uh, and Park MGM. And the whole like, kind of strip going into the arena is all bars and restaurants. There's DJs going. It was rowdy. There were tons of cracking jerseys. It felt like kind of a playoff atmosphere, which is, I think, what you expect for a home opener, especially for a really good team with yeah. cup aspirations, and that's what the Vegas Knights are. I think as far as the game goes, when you see a new jersey out there and a new team, you kind of, at least I fell into this where I viewed them as like this little Giants underdog team. And you forget that yeah. these are professionals who have been in the NHL for a long time, <laughs> even though they just haven't played together in Seattle for this franchise. Mm -hmm. So when they got down 3 nothing, you're like, yeah, this is not a very good hockey team. And they battled all the way back, tied at three, and then lost in the third period. But it was a ton of fun. Um, I've never followed regular season hockey all that closely just because I'm a guy unless I have like a team involved you know I, I I just don't care a whole lot I didn't grow up with hockey but now to have a team I'm going to be much more involved in terms of following on a day-to-day -day basis and uh, there's nothing better than in-person hockey I don't I don't think so it was a blast it was a ton oh of fun God. they put on one hell of a show at that arena the game entertainment was incredible um, the fans were awesome it was it was a blast all the way around um I had I had something so first first take are they are they a legit contender like no, is this a team no. to watch out for this year no <laughs> it's like a, it's a team to watch out for because like they look good I mean those jerseys are fresh yeah. you know what I mean like look good feel good play good <laughs> something like that but um sure. no I don't think they will be uh I don't think they will be competing our producer tells me that the division is poor which I'm gonna do more research into but yeah. um it was a lot of fun it was a blast um, yeah. before we move into the NFL slate, I, I need to ask you about something. Cause I feel like, you know, I'm like the old guy on the show. And so sometimes I'm out of touch with like what's happening in life and like the current hip hop, cool kid trends. Mm -hmm. And you posted on your Instagram, uh, you changed your avatar to a green frog <laughs> and you posted a picture of you in a green dress. And you said something about a hashtag NFT and yeah. Uh, a chill frog, something rather. And I am confused. I've never felt older. I asked you before the show what it meant and you explained it and it didn't make any more sense than it did when I first yeah. saw it. So maybe if you could just try again for me. 
what I'm what is this? Well, the problem is I still don't fully understand it and I don't really think Got anyone it. who's in it unless they dedicate what their is lives it? to what it. Is it's it? basically like it, it's basically so non-fungible token. So it's basically non like cryptocurrency. Non-fundable? Fungible. Fu yeah, fungible. Non fungible. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I'm, I assume that's how you say it. Again, I'm just getting into it. I had some people say that they were really into it. They knew I was into betting. They said they felt there was a crossover there. It's basically like cryptocurrency, but it's in the form of art. So people are spending absurd amounts of money on these frogs. We have, we're calling them chill frogs. Yeah, just... It doesn't make sense. There's no yeah. way to explain but it. There's really no logic to it. So... I'm all in. Is it like a pyramid scheme? <laughs> kind of sounds form. like a pyramid scheme. Well, oh, a hundred percent. But it's okay, another form good. of gam it's it's a, it's another form of gambling. It's like I I'm not assuming, but like I bet that this picture could go off if someone it it makes no sense. Yeah. I'm not even gonna try, okay, good. but I'm all in. Good. Go get a chill frog on NFT, everyone. Yeah, like I understood when like NBA hotshot came out and like that was the thing. You're like digital trading cards. But like, no, so this like that, is... it's, it's sort of so NFTs, people are you can sell sports moments. So I actually was just talking with my agent about it. They represent some clients who are former athletes and they're selling NFTs of their former moments. Like, say they had a I'm not going to further explain it because okay. I probably don't cool. know. Enough, I still don't know. Yeah. I still don't know what Bitcoin is. So, like, Get there's involved, no way I ever Joe. figure this out. Uh, I will just stay on the sidelines and watch you chill frog it up. Uh, uh, Claudia, before we get to the NFL slate, and we're going we're gonna to have some fun with this one rather than just pick a few games because we have no guests this week, we're going to go through every single one, make our picks against the spread, uh, and let you know where our confidence level is at with each and see next week how we fared. Uh, but a quick promo, uh, with the 75th season of the NBA starting here soon, WinBet has released 18 specialty promos. They're generational promos. We all love to talk about the then and now, the Hall of Famers of yesteryear versus today's stars and who's better uh, and now you can make those bets. You can you can have your take with a bet um, with these props. We've got Shaq uh, versus Giannis. We've got Charles Barkley's third year versus Zion's third year. We've got uh, Kobe's career scoring average versus LeBron this year and a number of other really fun, creative ones. So uh, go check those out. Hoop season is right around the corner. I'm actually going to be in Memphis hanging out with um, the Grizzlies next week. I'm going to the, the home opener for them. Uh, we've got a win bet bar opening up in Memphis. I'm excited to check that out. Um, I will be wearing Sonics gear at some point on the show here coming up. So just so you know that, I've got some dope Sonics gear. I can also I can get you a shirt if you'd like. Um, go Thank Supes. You. I would like one. Your Celtics are yeah. getting going. We'll, we'll, we'll get to NBA. Yeah. We'll get to NBA next week. Joe, you mentioned we're going through a rapid fire full slate this week, which we kind of got inspired from our buddy Ian McMillan, who we had on the show a few weeks ago. This is what he does weekly, and he's been super impressive with it. He's he's hitting these slates with flying colors. I don't have as much confidence in us, but we're going to see how it goes. Ready I'm ready. I'm down. I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, let's start with tonight, Thursday Night Football. Bucks are laying seven against the Eagles. I think I'm going to have to go with the Eagles here. Um, the Bucks have been calling it too close at the beginning of games. They're starting out too slow for me. They're still dealing with those injuries on the secondary. Um, and the Eagles have looked pretty good at certain parts of the season. I'm going to go with the dog here. Yeah, this one's tough. Seven's a lot. I'm going to take the Bucks. I think Philly's – it's interesting because this this Philadelphia offense, I think, has done itself a disservice by, by ditching the running game altogether. They're dead last in rushing attempts, mm -hmm. even though they've played in some close games. Miles Sanders has been – 
um, an absolute no-show so far this season. I don't think they're using him correctly, but but whatever the case, he hasn't been productive at all. So they've gone all air all of time, uh, and the Bucks are dead last in passing yards allowed. They're still without Antoine Winfield Jr. and Carlton Davis. So like mm-hmm. that's an edge where you can see Philadelphia covering here, but I still am taking the Bucks. I, I do think they're the far better team. Seven's a lot. I probably won't play it, so my confidence level isn't super high. Um, but but for the case of this competition between you and I, uh, we'll have our first disagreement. I'll take the Bucks. Yeah, and the Eagles have one of the better defenses against the pass, so that's sort of my edge there as well. Again, not a huge – this isn't a favorite game for me. I'm looking at props, but I agree with you there. Uh, not a favorite. One that's just kind of fun is the Jacksonville Dolphins game. The Dolphins are laying three. The reason I say it's fun is because it's not a fun game, but they're playing in London. Uh, the neutral playing site, the Dolphins are kind of falling apart without Tua. If he plays, then I'd probably take the Dolphins here if he doesn't play. I'm going to go Jacksonville because they just need to win a damn game. You have Trevor Lawrence. Go out there. Use him as much as you can. I'm assuming the pieces around him are eventually going to to mesh. Uh, I'm going to go with another dog here with Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm taking Jacksonville as well. I am going to have to go down with this sinking ship here because I bet on Jacksonville before the season. I thought they were going to be much better than what they are. Um, Obviously, getting smoked by the Texans week one was painful. Mm. And here we are. They're still winless. But their moment's coming. I think Trevor Lawrence has been impressive. Um, I think that game last week against Tennessee, it looks like a blowout in the final score, but a couple of third downs, um, one decision at the goal line where I thought Trevor Lawrence was in on a running play, the video review, which video reviews have not been kind to Urban Meyer of late. Um, Mm -hmm. Their their officials officials ruled that he was short. Um, Some poor fourth down decisions from a coaching standpoint. This Jacksonville team is going to be competitive. Trevor Lawrence is going to continue to get better. Um, The Dolphins are worse, in my opinion, than Jacksonville. And just marginally, these teams are both terrible. And when terrible teams play, especially bad, in another country, teams, yeah. who knows what's going to happen. The Dolphins rank 31st in points scored and 30th in points allowed. The Jags are 28th in points scored and 29th in points allowed. So, like, just, like, a little bit better. Like, just a tiny mm-hmm. bit better. Uh, and so I'll take the Jags. Come on, fellas. Right. Come through for me one time. Right. So is that, like, a confident pick? I would say it's moderately confident. I okay. might, I yeah. might, I'm, the Jags money line's like plus 155 and I'll probably throw 10 on it this weekend. Yeah. Okay. I like that money line pick. It's still just really hard for me to uh, support that coach. We've had a lot of coach drama lately in like the past two weeks, which is always interesting yep. mid season. But anyways, uh, Chiefs like seven at Washington. It is so hard for me to side with this Washington team. Although the Chiefs have kind of been wishy-washy, Patrick Mahomes, I know you say he's still the best quarterback in the league, which I have decided I think Josh Allen is the best. I didn't have an answer for you last show. I've decided Josh Allen is the best. Um, Still, though, this Chiefs team is the better team all around. They're more complete. They have a quarterback. Their QB1 is Patrick Mahomes. He still is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, They really should just terrorize this Washington defense that is not doing well, not holding up against really any team in the league right now, I think uh, laying seven, they should win by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs as well. I mean, we have two horrific defenses, and then there's one offense that's elite and one offense that's entertaining in moments, in spurts. So this is a pretty easy pick for me. I kind of compare it to the Chiefs-Eagles game in week four where the Chiefs beat the Eagles 42-30, where the Eagles were able to move the ball and score, but 
I mean, Washington's mm-hmm. going to have to score on every possession if they're going to hang in this game. I don't expect them to do that. One quick aside on Washington. I have a quick take that I want to get in. It's, it's going to be a very yeah, popular sure. take. This is going everywhere through Twitter. But Washington has announced on Thursday morning that they are going to retire Sean Taylor's jersey number on yeah. Sunday. One of the greatest players in franchise history who died tragically and had his career cut short. Well, you know, honestly, what could have been with him? One of the most beloved players in franchise history. And in the same week that all this turmoil with all the emails is coming out and Washington mm-hmm. is once again in the headlines for all the wrong reasons, they throw this out there midweek and say, oh, by the way, we're retiring. It's like so shameful to use a man's legacy yeah. to get a quick PR positive hit. Diversion. How, yeah. It's just shame on them, man. Like, that's just I, – I, I hate it. Everyone else on Twitter, it's, it's not, a, it's not an, uh, an unpopular – obviously, it's a popular take. It's not a hot take. It's about – you know, it's just common sense. But, man, that Washington franchise continues to just trip all over itself and – um, not good, but I'm taking the Chiefs minus seven. Disappointing all around is a good point. Um, so I'm even more confident now in my Chiefs pick. I like go it. Go Chiefs. Uh, Vikings, Panthers, this one's a pick em. For me, I'm going to go with the Panthers here. I think we saw a lot of good out of Sam Darnold. People are saying, oh, this is the old Sam Darnold we've been seeing in the past few games. He still is 10 times better than what we know him to be. And the Vikings are sort of all over the place one week. Their defense is good. Their offense is bad. It's the opposite the next week. I think the Panthers, they both need a win here, um, but I like a bounce back for the Panthers. Yeah, I'm avoiding this game. I think both of these teams have just been so largely disappointing. Um, you look at that game last week for the Vikings, they should have lost to the Lions um, and only scored, you know, what, 17 points. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it, This game is a pick em. I, earlier in the week, got the Panthers in one of my teasers at plus one to get them to plus seven which I like a whole lot. Mm. I do think this is going to be a defensive yeah. battle. It's low scoring. Uh, the Vikings have a ninth-ranked scoring defense, and they're second in sacks with 17. I lean Panthers because I, I also think they play defense. I think they have a more complete offense. Christian McCaffrey is likely to return in this game, but Sam Donald has me spooked. That game against the Eagles last week was just like too much old Sam for, for me to feel confident in the Panthers winning this game. You can tease either side. I think you're going to be safe there because I do think this can be a low-scoring close game. And when the number is low, it makes it easier to tease and find that middle. Um, but I will take the Panthers strictly because they're at home. So maybe a play on the total under? I, would be a play yeah, potentially. I, I probably will just stay away altogether outside of yeah. a, a potentially right. a teaser play. Okay. One game that I I have a feeling you have an edge on is, is the Chargers-Ravens. Uh I'm going with the Chargers here. I love this Chargers team. And I think in this situation, as good as the Ravens looked down the stretch in the last game, uh, all the Chargers really need to do is stop Lamar, stop Hollywood Brown, and they're pretty much good. Chargers are the more complete team, I think, on all sides of the ball. And if we talk about Lamar Jackson being MVP, he really is because he is the most valuable player on that team. So if they can stop him and, and you know stop him from running and stop him from passing the ball, then I, I think they're good. To only lay to get three, <laughs> the Ravens are laying three here. So I think to get the points with the Chargers here, I, I like this one. Certainly a, lot. a task easier said than done, um, especially yeah. with the Chargers defense uh, worst in the league in terms of yards per carry allowed. Ravens one of the best running teams in football. Uh, last week we saw Nick Chubb go off for 21 carries for 161 yards. Cream Hunt pitched in 12 carries for 61 yards, three touchdowns between them. 
I do still like the Chargers getting points, uh, and they are a smash spot in the teaser to get up over a touchdown. I do think the Chargers are a better team. I think you look at the Ravens' comeback, and it was impressive. Lamar absolutely balled out. Mark Andrews finally had his first big game of the season. Marquise Brown continues to be one of the stars of the season. Um, but context is important. They got That defense got torched all game long by Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz put up 402 yards and two touchdowns. Easily the best performance we've seen from him in literal years. They also shouldn't have won if, if, the, if the Colts could get one stop or execute one field goal. Colts had plenty of chances to win that game. And so the heroics are very impressive, but the game overall, especially for three quarters, was not impressive from Baltimore's standpoint. So you tip your cap to Lamar and the Ravens for battling back and winning that game. But it's not like the, the Colts are this juggernaut of a football team. Um, the Chargers have, to me, the more impressive wins. Um, I, th- I like them here. I think, if, like you said, as long as they aren't egregiously getting gashed on the ground, and heck, they did last week and still won a football game. I've just got such ultimate faith in Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert at this point that um, yeah. I feel pretty confident getting, getting three with the Chargers. I love that. Yeah, you mentioned it's obviously it's not an easy task, but we know too that these guys have been watching film every single play up until this point. They know that they're going to have Lamar run the ball. They're going to get the ball to Hollywood Brown. So that's kind of my point, you know, is they know what they need to do to stop this team uh, and to get the points. I think that's one I'm pretty confident on. Uh, The Packers is another team that I'm liking here. They're laying five against the Bears. As we know, we've talked about this even in preseason. We were expecting the Bears to rely on their defense. They have. Their defense has looked great. The Packers started off shaky. Their offense has has come to be what we were expecting it to be. But with all of this quarterback issues with the Bears and the issues on their offensive side, their passing game hasn't, I would say, has sort of been non-existent with Fields. Um, But with this game script, I'm I'm assuming they're going to have to catch up with Aaron Rodgers and they're going to be forced to pass. When it comes down to it, I just don't think they're really going to to be able to do that. Five, I, if you could tease this, I would. Um, but I'm still going to go with the Packers here. It's not. I like the Packers. I would take the money line if you can get them in a parlay. Um, but I, I just haven't seen enough from the Bears' offense, I would say. Their defense is great. We know that. But I don't think I've seen enough from their offense to take them in this game. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the Bears. There are eight home underdogs on this slate this week, and, and I really only like one of them to cover, and, and that's the Bears. The Bears smoked the, the Raiders last week. They embarrassed them mm-hmm. on the road. Their defense is top 10 in scoring and in yards allowed. Even without David Montgomery, Damian Williams and Khalil Herbert carried the load, and they were very impressive against the Raiders last week. The Packers are 18th in rushing yards allowed per attempt, so there is an edge there for the Bears if you're trying to get this to a grinded-out game, control the clock, and keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline. We know that Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, they're elite, they're superstars, and they've been they've been um, putting up numbers as such. Uh, Devontae Adams leads the NFL in both receptions with 42 and receiving yards with 579. But I think those two sort of stand alone. Jair Alexander is still out. I, I think this Packers team is a bit of a paper tiger. They're 4-1, and one, but I don't think they've been particularly impressive in any of their four wins. They should have lost to the Bengals last week um, in that game that was marred by poor kicking. Um, so I do think the Bears can cover five. Five is a lot. Love teasing the Bears over 10. Uh, I feel even better about that. Um, but if Justin Fields can take care of the football and you avoid the, the pick six, 
um, and letting the Packers score with their special teams or defense, um, I do think they can cover here. If we see the same situation as we saw last weekend with kickers, we have a serious I think there were 13 missed extra points in week five. Not good. I mean, was it something in the air? Like, I, I'm confused because that was god-awful. It was bad. Not <laughs> a good week who, to be a kicker. And it just got capped off no, on Monday by Rodrigo week. Blankenship, you know, choking that game away for, yeah. for the Colts. So, not good. Yeah, brutal. Not good. Uh, <laughs> the Rams are laying 10 against the Giants. The Giants, you talked about injuries with the previous game. The Giants are without Saquon Barkley. They're without Kenny Galladay. Daniel Jones is on concussion protocol. With that alone, I'm taking the Rams here. We know the Rams is a great the Rams are a great team. I'm assuming that's why the line is what it is with 10 um, because of those injuries on the Giants side. Yeah, they're basically coming off a bye week having played last Thursday against the Seahawks. I know they're going on the road and 10 points on the road is a ton, but you mentioned the injuries. The Rams are a far better football team. Uh, I'm happy to take the Rams as well. Yeah, I think that's an easy one for both of us. Uh, Bengals is one of my favorite plays for this week. They're laying three and a half against the Lions. Assuming Joe Burrow is fine. He has, he's on a voice count, which I haven't played football. I don't know how much that's going to affect the game. But other than that, I haven't seen too many issues in terms of him being limited. Uh, so assuming he plays, I'm all on the Bengals here. They almost beat the Packers last week. We talked about the kicks. They probably should have. Uh, and we talked about that connection and how good it is between Burrow and Jamar Chase. The defense held Green Bay to just two touchdowns and five trips to the red zone. I'm honestly surprised they're only laying three and a half here. Um, it's almost like saying it's a similar matchup to what we saw last week when Green Bay was the three-point favorite. And the Lions aren't the Bengals. We know that. You know, they're zero and five. They don't have many answers to the running game bottom and bottom 10 in yards allowed they're not much better with the passing game and they've lost by more than three and a half points which is the spread in three of the past five games so i would say the Bengals is probably one of my favorite plays this week yeah this makes me nervous losing on the hook here at three and a half i wish it was three um i'm taking the Bengals as well the, the lions are an interesting team here because it's 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 evident that they're bought in with Dan Campbell I mean the dude was crying at his press conference last week I think any oh, any I player know. on that team would tell you yeah. that they would love to play for this guy and they're battling for him they've suffered two of the most excruciating losses in recent memory in just a, a span of three weeks first it was the Justin Tucker 66 yard field goal after Lamar Jackson converted like fourth in a million previously in that drive <laughs> then they're, they're about to lose. The Vikings just have to run out the clock. Alexander Madison fumbles. The Lions score. Get the two-point conversion. Take the lead. And also, I love that. They're down one. Kick the PAT and go to overtime or go for the win right then and there. They do that. They get it. They're up by one. And then they get their hearts ripped out again as Greg Joseph makes what a 54-yarder, 52-54-yarder um, to win it as time expires. It's been brutal for the Lions. They've been sneaky competitive. Um, I don't love the, the half a point there. Again, I wish it was three, but it's interesting because when you establishing culture is a new head coach's and a head coach's job in general, it's their first priority and their biggest priority. But yeah. building and establishing culture and getting guys to buy in and keeping guys bought in is a monster challenge when wins don't follow. And now at 0 and 5, 
potentially 0-6, when they start adding up, it's like, listen, I believe, but my goodness, we can only lose so many times and still like keep the faith that this is headed in the right direction. So that is the task facing Dan Campbell and the Lions. Um, I understand those who want to take the points uh, and take the Lions here or potentially even sprinkle on the money line, um, just thinking that they're due. Uh, but I agree, the Bengals are the better team, and I, I'm taking them here. You almost want – I almost want Detroit to win a game, but not in this scenario, maybe next game. But if I'm on the other side here, not this game. Yep. Uh, another team that you, you kind of wish could get a win, maybe, is the Texans. Uh, they're getting 10 points against the Colts. Bottom line for me here is I'm going to go with the dog because 10 is a lot of points. The Texans, we know, are not a good team right now, but they kept it close with the Patriots, and the Patriots kept it close with the Bucks. I like the Texans here with a free touchdown and more. Yeah, Davis Mills balled out 312 passing yards, three touchdowns against the Patriots last week. The Colts aren't good enough to get 10 points against anybody. I don't, I don't care if they're at home, yeah. on the road, whatever. Uh, I'm taking the Texans here with a 10. I'm going with another dog. Look at me. Out on a limb here, Joe. Uh, I'm going Cardinals plus three against the Browns. Going out on a limb and taking the only undefeated team left in football. You're so brave. (laughs) I'm going with a dog. I said, Joe, lay off. Uh, (laughs) You said you were going out on a limb. That is out on the limb because, like, I don't, I don't usually, I don't really usually go spreads. I'll usually do a teaser, but like, I'm not usually going with the spreads. I'm going with the spread and I'm going with a dog. So whatever uh but yeah you're right see and, and you helped me make my point the cardinals are just a kick-ass team right now they are hard to stop we talked about that with the trader on monday um they really just have to get past the browns defense they're hot right now give me cardinals with the points out on the limb yeah such a limb i'll join you on that limb hopefully it's sturdy enough for the two <laughs> of us um cardinals are 31st in rushing yards allowed per attempt that's the one thing that makes you nervous with nick chubb and kareem hunt going at you um, but I think they're going to be able to score points. It's hard to bank on good defense. And we saw that last week with the, the Chargers tearing up the Browns uh, defense all game long, scoring at will, even when they were down a couple of scores in the second half. I'm taking the Cardinals getting the points. I mentioned the Patriots. They're facing the Cowboys. Cowboys are laying three and a half at Gillette. I don't want to talk about this game because I don't like going against my own team. But I think the Patriots still have a few things to figure it out. Uh, to figure out, I think they need more than three and a half here. I'm leaning Cowboys. I'm smashing Cowboys. They're 5-0 and against the spread. <laughs> to me, it's an easy decision. They're the vastly superior team. Not much to discuss here. Um, this is a, a no-brainer for me. All right. I was trying to be a little bit of a homer there, but whatever. Our we'll producer see. said hurry up, and that's where I, I was I'm looking at this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm making all these points. That one I can speed through. Give me the Cowboys. <laughs> I agree, okay? Whatever. Broncos Whatever. against the Raiders. Um, I don't love this game in general. I'm probably just not going to touch it, but I like the home field advantage play here, so I'd go with the Broncos. Yeah, I'd take the Broncos. I mean, they didn't look good against Pittsburgh last week, uh, but the Raiders laid an absolute egg against Chicago, and I just want to stay away from them until we see how they respond to, to the whole John Gruden mess. So uh, I would take the Broncos yeah, here. That would be my pick, so but a much. game I will avoid um, in terms of putting any money on it. Yeah. Your Seahawks, we just talked about my team. Your Seahawks are playing the Steelers. Steelers laying four and a half. Uh, I'm just going to fade a backup quarterback as I usually do. I'm going to go with the Steelers here, although I haven't really loved their play. Again, 
probably not touching this game, but if I had to lean, I'd lean Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks. I, again, I'm using the same logic I did with the Colts. The Steelers just aren't good enough to get four and a half points against anybody. I know they beat the Broncos. Defense looked better. Ben Roethlisberger found a little bit of a spark. The offense, you know, Najee Harris went over 100 yards for the first time in his career. Deontay Johnson had, had the long touchdown. Um, but I, I still don't think this is a very good football team. Um, neither the Seahawks, for that matter. But I liked what I saw from Geno against the Rams, mm-hmm. utilizing the middle of the field, getting tight ends more involved than, than when Russell Wilson was in there. I think he's been in the system yeah. long enough. He's been there long enough to keep the ship afloat. Again, a T spot getting the Seahawks over 10. Uh, I love that. Chris Carson should be back. Um, don't know how confident I am in Seahawks plus four and a half, but I'm, I'm taking that there. Um, uh, and I'll, I'll go out on a limb and take the underdog. <laughs> You're right, though. He, he actually didn't look bad in that fill-in role, but still I just tend to fade backup quarterbacks. The last one we got is the Bills minus five against the Titans. I'm going Bills here. They're actually part of the parlay I have this week. Uh, they're giving up the least total yards, least points a game. The Bills haven't scored less than 35 points in the last four games. Allen is a better quarterback. Uh, their defense looks great. The Titans have Derrick Henry, but the Bills have the third best defense against the run in terms of rushing yards allowed. I think the Bills are the better all the better overall team, so I'm going to lay five with them. I'll take the Bills. Easy. That's all I got. No brainer. All right. That's all we got. I love when we agree. How fun is that? It's just the best. <laughs> I mentioned a parlay. Before we get to our own parlays, we got to show this crazy soccer the parlay. parlay. We've football. We've talked college football. This is a parlay parte soccer edition. Kind of similar to that college football one we saw that time where he took all of the unders. We have a mix of unders and some other plays here, but impressive. It's always impressive no matter what the score It's really is a 20 leg teaser. Many plays. It's a 20 leg teaser when you look at like the odds on each play. Still okay. great to hit when 1000 wins you 13. You'd think 20 legs would get you more than I plus mean, 1200 odds, but that's still a great win. I, I like it. Winner. I mean that's it's 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 like winner, nailing Winner winner. Yeah, it's like nailing an, an entire spread of or slate of NFL games. Uh, on a teaser it's that's yeah 20 legs love it maybe i'm gonna do that it's a lot of legs maybe maybe i'm gonna do that my wager will not be a thousand dollars but i might do something i have no idea how any Uh, of those games went and i'm just curious like how many of those were sweats like how many how many of those got to four goals you know england hungry is it was it four goals with 30 minutes to play and you're sweating Mm -hmm. out that last 30 minutes i don't know yeah and i guess i'm probably not gonna go back and look so i never will know we'll have to do soccer one week no, we might have to do soccer one week. I'm <laughs> be interesting. Just kind of board. throw out plays. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> but in the spirit, uh, in the we spirit, we got to get our own parlays. Yeah, in the spirit of the parlay. So that was football. We got our that own parlay. We continue with the party. Uh, I mentioned some of the teams already, but I'm going Bills, Bengals, Packers. If you guys haven't seen this already on the app, bet with Claudia. It's a little promo we do each week, so I basically pick the teams I like. We do go with the spreads for this particular app promo. So you're getting this at plus 596. You need the Bills to cover five, Bengals three and a half, and Packers minus five as well. I already went over why I liked all of them. So hopefully you guys tell with me. I've got the Bills minus five, Cowboys minus three and a half, and the Bengals money line at minus 180. That parlay pays you plus 467. All right. Little 
Parlay party action. Uh, before we get to baseball, let's talk MVP at the quarter mark because we've seen a lot of movement here, mainly with your guy, who you were gassing up on Monday, Patrick Mahomes. He went from the favorite at plus 550. Now he's not even in the top five. He's at 16 to 1. The new number one, Kyler Murray. He went from 20 to 1 to the plus 400 favorite. He's up there with Justin Herbert who went from 10 to 1 to plus 400. Then we have Josh Allen, my guy, who I got at plus 900. He's now at plus 500. Then we got Brady Prescott, Stafford, Rogers, Jackson, and then Mahomes. Are you surprised, before we get to our picks, are you surprised that he's dropped this low, and do you agree? Yeah, I do agree. There's so many. I mean, every name you just mentioned is capable of winning the MVP. So, no, I'm not, I'm not surprised. They're 2 mm -hmm. and 3. And when you look at who else is performing around him and the numbers they're putting up, um, it makes sense that he's yeah. not in the top 10. So, no, I'm not surprised at all. But I, also, you could give it two weeks, and he could be right back in the top 10, even top five, depending on how it goes. I mean, so, yes, I, I'm not surprised by that. Um, I, I will, my quarter-mark MVP, I'm still shocked. Lamar Jackson is, is plus 1,200. I mean, this is a, a remarkably flawed football team with, like, 17 players on IR. And... He just put up a 504 yards of their 523 yards. Well, that's insane. I mean, that's literally putting the team on your back. The Ravens had 523 yeah. yards against Colts. He accounted for 504 of them. He's been an absolute stud. Um, he's won the MVP award once. He's very likely to do it again in his career. It could happen this year if they continue to win. When you look at how much this team has been decimated by injuries across the board, offensive line, running backs, defense, um, what he's doing is is incredible, and so he to me that's still insane value that you can get at plus twelve hundred. Yeah, I mentioned before when we went over the slate, he's definitely the most valuable player to that team. I want to quickly mention when you when you said Patrick Mahomes, we could see him kind of move up the list. One thing I looked at when I was thinking, what players do we expect to see remain at? the top of this list in this top five or maybe shoot up is the strength of schedule remaining. The chiefs have the second hardest schedule remaining. Bills have the easiest remaining schedule, which is good for me because I got Josh Allen at plus 900 before the season started. Uh, right now his completion rate 62.3% is lower than his personal best, but he already has 12 touchdown passes. He's on pace for a career high 40. He's looking more athletic than ever, jumping over defenders. Uh, his interception rate of just over 1% is a career low. They've outscored their opponents 172 to 64, the largest point differential in the league. And I mentioned now they have the easiest remaining schedule. I'm sticking with my guy. I apologize, Josh Allen, that I did not defend you in this quarterback discussion we had on Monday, but I'm all in on Josh Allen, and I love that I got him at plus 900. I love it. It's a great pick. I mean, he's, he's blowing yeah. out. And that's the thing. There's just my so guy. many guys who are going to be capable. And the last however many years, it just feels like there's been a guy who you knew was going to win the MVP. Last year, Josh Allen kind of had a, uh, you know, a potential case to be made, but I think everyone knew it was going to be Aaron Rodgers. This year, I think you're, you could certainly look at it with upwards of five guys who are all in the playoffs, who all had ridiculous numbers, who you're going to be splitting hairs if, you're, if, you're, if you have a vote for MVP. It's going to be tough. There's so much insane talent at quarterback, which, which makes the season a lot more fun. Uh, and also, if you're watching this, if you're listening, let us know who your MVP is. We want to hear from you guys. So 
send in your picks and, and you'll be featured on the show. Also, if you have a fun parlay, we'd like to throw you guys up on the board behind us, behind Joe right now. Before we get to our winning picks, let's talk baseball. Uh, Dodgers and Giants play tonight. The winner of that series will join the Braves for the NLCS. ALCS already set between my Red Sox and the Astros. That series starts tomorrow. Sox are the dogs here again at plus 135 to win the series. Astros the favorite after taking down the White Sox 3-1. to one. Neither team really has a true ace right now. I'd say Evaldi is Boston's. Uh, Valdez is, is probably the, the ace for the Astros at this point. But it really comes down to the bats. And Joe, you and I talked about this before the show started. The Astros really have the edge here. They have the deeper lineup. They have more experience. Their stats are better from the regular season. However, the Red Sox lineup in the postseason has been hot. They have 11 postseason home runs, seven more than Houston. I love the Sox opening the series with two at home. I mentioned I was worried about their bullpen heading into the series with the Rays. They proved me wrong. Give me the Sox in six. All right. I'm going to take the Astros. <laughs> I hate the Astros as a Mariners fan, but they're so good. At minus 145 at the series price. That's not that <laughs> much juice. Um, I, I would disagree. I mean, you look at Lance McCullers Jr., he's been an ace for this team, and he dominated the White Sox in, in the two starts he had. Luckily, the Red Sox probably won't have to see him until uh, it, probably game three. But uh, I like the Astros. Yeah. I think you look at the National League side. I'm just a big jinx because I had the White Sox and Brewers uh, in the World Series. Both of those teams are bounced already. Uh, both incredibly mm -hmm. depressing uh, and disappointing um, in their respective divisional series. Um, I think whoever wins this game five Thursday night will beat the Braves. It's a fun one. Dodgers, Giants. It's like it's going to game five, but none of these first four have been very exciting. They've all been pretty decisive. Yeah. Um, Logan Webb was sensational in game one, seven and two thirds innings, five hits, 10 Ks. As the Giants shut out the Dodgers for nothing. I really hope that this is one that we'll remember, and it's not something that's lopsided because really the first four games of the series haven't been entertaining. Um, and I think whoever wins will be in the World Series because I think they'll beat the Braves. And that's where I'm at with baseball. I'm so sad about Regardless the of how, how non-exciting the games are, the celebrations at the end always get me. Like, I don't even care what teams it is. I, I tweeted out the other day, and everyone's like, who's your team? I'm like, I don't care. I just like celebrations. <laughs> And oh, I love celebrations. Is that weird? That's, someone on Twitter asking you how many teams you have? Huh. Hmm. I feel like we had that conversation I just love earlier sports, in the week. Man. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, let's talk about winning picks, shall we? Yep. You're Something hot. I've been good at the prop queen. <laughs> you're a three and oh this month. I'm one and one and two. You're up three units. Dessert. I think you have like a, you're on like a six game or six pick winning streak because you were you finished September hot as well. So I'll let you go first. I'll pass and you the I ball am. first because you've been feeling it. And uh, whatever you say, I'm blind tailing. I'm in. Whatever you got, I'm 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 riding with you. So and have been. So I appreciate we you winning that. me some money here lately. We love that. Yeah, I got to. Uh, I'm going with the game tonight. I'm going Leonard Fournette over 61 and a half rushing yards. The Eagles are giving up the third fewest passing yards a game, but they're giving up the third most rushing yards a game. They've allowed three straight 95-yard rushers this season. Brady threw the ball 41 times against Miami. He's coming off of a short rest. He's been leaning on Fournette in the past few games we've seen. Fournette has hit this over in the past two games against teams that are better than the Eagles against the run. Fournette has seen the most targets out of the running backs so far this season. Uh, we've seen Giovanni 
Bernard to get more involved in the passing game. So that makes me feel even better about this. And the last time I went with the Fournette prop, I think it was two, three weeks ago, uh, it went over with flying colors. I didn't have to sweat it. So I have a feeling this should be a minimal sweat as well. I like it. Uh, I'm going and uh, I was going to pick another. I'm, I've been doing well on my three-team teasers, but I couldn't pick just three. And so this is a little bit more in, ambitious. Six teams. But I couldn't weed out oh. any of these picks. So, um, again, all smash spots with numbers I really like. Taking the Bucks tonight to get to minus one. The Chiefs at minus one. The Chargers to plus nine. The Rams to minus four. The Cardinals to plus nine. And the Bills to plus one. Those, to me, are all no-brainer picks. They are my, uh, my six favorite teaser plays of the week. Um, if you want to mix and match those and make your own teaser um, from a, just three of them or four of them or two of them or whatever, I think you can't go wrong. I'm going to go all six. That pays plus 600. Trying to get back in the black here uh, as you're Woo! at three units and I'm at minus 0.7. Uh, I think this teaser is going to do it for me. All right, everyone, that's it for Episode 11. We'll see you next week on Monday. Thanks for watching.